41 minutes past 7 o'clock. It's time now for a US Open update. US Open is now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match ad-free, centre court in 4K. And also thanks to the Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches, AATC.tennis. And to bring us up to speed on everything happening over there in the US is our man Brett Phillips. G'day, BP. Yeah, morning, gents. Uh, yeah, been a great morning for Alex uh, Demonor, our number one Aussie, our number one hope at the US Open. And I don't know if I've seen Alex play uh, a quicker match than one hour and 27 minutes uh, out on court today for the Demon. Out on court number 13, up against a really talented player from China, Wu Yibing, who missed about three years of tennis, came back last year, ranking in the 1800s, a long way from uh, the top 50, I can tell you. And he just went on an absolute tear. And he was a former US Open junior winner. But he had no answer for Alex uh, today. Tactically played a great match. Look, he serves, certainly got a lot more pop on it. He uh, plays the uh, the lob as good as anyone I've seen. It's just his smarts, Alex, to anticipate, to read. He's a nightmare. If you're facing him at the other end of the court, you know he's going to get to every ball and you've got to hit a lot of balls to beat him. So he's opponent to be determined. Probably the big Chilean, Nicholas Jarry who's uh, about six foot something and serves big. And uh, that'll be a challenge if uh, Jerry gets through. But yeah, Alex, all you can do is tick the boxes he has, and he's done that really well. Fantastic. How about the heartbreaking news of Isla Tomlanovic having to withdraw from the Open BP? Um, pretty sad stuff. Yeah, been a tough year, hasn't it? Uh, you know, after last year beating Serena, ending her career, two quarterfinals last year, just has not got out of the blocks with the knee and... And then, of course, plays around, which took a bit out of her. Uh, and then uh, we, we were told the exact uh, injury um, reason given yesterday was right forearm. So she did hit a lot of balls in that match uh, in her first round. And, yeah, we didn't get to see her play uh, Elena Rybakina, which was disappointing. Uh, Rinky Hidjikata, you know, is the other good story from an Aussie perspective. Sometimes the draw in Grand Slam tennis just opens up for you. And he's played two unseated players. He's just cracked the top 100. And he's got another uh, unseated player, Zhang of China, who knocked out the fifth seed, Casper Ruud, uh, yesterday. So Rinky could maybe make a fourth round, maybe more, and it's a great result for him. What are they... Sorry there, BP. I tapped the sound off there. What are the keys for Alex winning his next, his next round matchup? Well, the good part is... You know, he's got enormous self-belief now and he the, the calibre of player he's beaten in the last 12 months, it was the only box we needed Alex to tick. He had a horrible record against the top five, top ten, competitive with the rest. But now he's started to beat some good players. So he actually steps out and believes he's probably 50-50 against these good players. So if he keeps bringing his assets to the table, then he's just a hard player to play. He flattens the ball out. He's got the speed to get around. His approach shots are terrific. The way he can get the ball into the corners, get players into uncomfortable areas to return. And it's the amount of balls he makes back into play. Like today, I think he was up around the mid-80s. That's, that, that's just balls into play, into rallies. He doesn't miss too many, Alex. He doesn't make a lot of unforced errors. So if he can bring all these assets, then he, he's a chance every match he goes out to play. The US Open is now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match ad-free, centre court in 4K. Brett Phillips, thanks so much for the update, mate. Thank you, gents. BP, our tennis expert here at SEN. And Tim, you know what that's called? That's called karma, my yep. friend. Brent, yep. you this, you that with your fader on <laughs> Monday. And old mate forgets to put on his button. And yes, you are in charge of the, uh, the mixer.
I am. I was Mother chat- Cricket gets you again. Chatting away to Hammer. Sorry, listeners, that was my bad. Goodness <laughs> me. Alicia said sorry. Now, I want to talk to you about some cricket, but before we do, here's some audio of you speaking about Tim David from a few weeks ago. And bring Tim David into my team. Mm, at seven on paper, but be able to move him up wherever I need him effectively because he's got more power than really anyone in the country and he can hit the ball to the moon. So... Hasn't played a lot of physio uh, cricket, Dar- but just for a World Cup. He got your wish, and he's come back into the side and gone bang. He has. He, he, I watched him a bit last night, the night before, sorry, in the T20, and it, it, it is extraordinary how hard he hits the ball. Him and Mitch Marsh going blow for blow there for a little while. So I think, again, he's T20 form, his first T20 in South Africa. He's brained him, and I think the Aussie selectors have thought, hang on, we could use that in 50 over cricket, which we've already touched on. And, and I think up. in India, on those smaller grounds... If he's batting in the last 15 overs of a 50-over match, he could be absolutely devastating. So I'm rapt to see that they've taken a bit of a punt because he hasn't played any 50-over career. I think he played a few games for Western Australia and maybe one or two for Tassie, a few for Surrey maybe. Um, but, yeah, to put him into that squad, give him have a good look at him at that level uh, in that format. And like I said, I think he's got the ability to win us World Cup matches. Let's talk about the first T20. A nice start for Australia in that game. What did you make of it? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I think the – and I've been just been up in Brisbane with Australia A as well, so I've seen the young talent that was on display there. Although they didn't play well in their first game, they've, most of those guys have come out of a winter and not playing any cricket, so it was their first game. And then the T20 side that played against South Africa the other night with no really big Australian cricket names, no Stark, no Smith, no Cummins, no Labuschagne, all those sort of test players out of the side. We got a real look to the future of what talent we have got in this country. Um, I thought, as I said, Tim David was amazing. Mitch Marsh in his first game was captain, was fantastic. Uh, Spencer Johnson played his first game. Matthew Short, who's an opening batter from Victoria, played his first game. And Tanvir Sanger took four for 31 on debut. How about after, that too? After Oof. finding out about two or three yes. hours before the game, I think that he was actually playing. But again, anyone who's played with him or trained with him at the Sydney Thunder or Cricket New South Wales speak really highly about him. And I thought the performance the other night in South Africa was pretty close to perfect, to be honest. I thought we were brilliant in the field. We were fantastic with the ball. Um, and again, with Tim David, Mitch Marsh batting together there for a little while, it was you couldn't take your eyes off the telly. So exciting times. Um and, yeah, really young team and a really, really entertaining cricket team to watch at the moment. So it's an exciting time. Just quickly, too, because I want to get to a couple of other sports, but you're off to the BBL, WBBL draft on Sunday. Looking forward to that and some of the players you're about to pick Yeah, on. looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fascinating. I think a lot of players will be, a lot of teams will probably be looking for the same, same types of players or same big-name players, if you like. So it's going to be really interesting to see. Um, obviously, we, we've got, um, we being Adelaide strikers, got Rashid Khan and have had him for a long time. So we've got pick two. Um, so we'll probably have to use our retention pick because normally the first team will read his name out. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who retains who because some every club's obviously got a few retention picks. We heard Sally Ann Beams the other day talk about whether they will do that with a shut up Khan um, or whether you take the risk that he hopefully falls through to um, the next round. So again, it's fascinating. It's things that in cricket, we haven't had to deal with until last year, so it's still new, whereas this stuff in, in footy with the draft um, and swapping picks and all that sort of stuff is is new to cricket and r- really exciting. So I think it's on telly as well, so it'll be interesting to to watch and see how it all pans out. Just in some other news closer to home, South Hobart FC has submitted a proposal for the National Second Tier Soccer League. We might ask Nick Street about that a little bit later on the sports minister, but that's an exciting proposal too, the, the second tier, which is sit under the A-League. Right. And so they want to go in it. 
Yes, right. Represent Tasmania okay. in that competition. Will we not have the Devonport Strikers in that? Well, I don't think they made any noise about joining it. South okay. Hobart have been very vocal about wanting to, to join So that they'd come out of our competition? I think that's a team, but they'd have a their, their first team would be in that. Okay. I, I'd imagine that's how it would work. Hey, the Boomers, too, defeated Japan the other night as you were worried about that game, but they got the job done. <laughs> I was worried about it. You said you were. You said it was well, a I said if we don't beat them, yeah. I wasn't at all you worried were, I about said, it. No problem. No, no, Hamish, get the audio up. Get the audio up. I think it was you. Oh, it's a bit of a tricky game. I said, mate, if we can't beat Japan, well, our next game, we might have some issues. Yes, Luka Doncic, is, of course. Slovenia, that's going to be a very, very tough matchup. So looking forward to that. Uh, rematch, of course, of the bronze medal matchup from the Tokyo Games. And what about this too? Together with the Mercury, we're looking for Australia's basketball super coach. Now, we forecast this last week. We want to start off... Uh, a show competition or a show league, don't we? Which an SEN an Tasmania. SCN. Yeah, that'd be good. NBL league. Prize pool including cash, merch, and NBL experiences worth over $10,000 for your local club, your coach, and you. Plus, register to play Supercoach for your chance to win a bonus two and a half grand as well. Head to iconwin.com.au for more details. Has, has Hammer set that up yet? I don't reckon he we has. We need league details set up, Hamish, and I think we get the first five texters come in. They join us. So we'll go you, me, Brent, Hammer, Jeevesy, and Flash, plus five of our listeners. We've got Lucas Peters on board already. He's already requested a spot. Four spots left. Four spots left. Let us know if you'd like to be part of our Super Coach NBL competition. We've got a text in here on the Kia Tassie open line, 0437 552 Cannot sack Bear, then ask him for the scoop. That's probably fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> that, I think that is directed at Hamish as well, not <laughs> us. We didn't sack him. <laughs> he gives those scoops for the big players of SEN now. Thank you, David. Can we get a text in that was meant for another show? Kane well? and Kingy, your thoughts on should the loser of the first final for the top one to four sides lose their home ground rights? It's one of the more then, ridiculous things I've ever heard I'm, in my life. I don't understand. Imagine if you finished third and had to play Brisbane up there and lost. Yes. And then you had to go to Adelaide to play Port, something like that. That's and you finished third and you played two away finals. Not sure what that text was. Well, um, who was that from? Don't know. Okay. Can't help you with that. Don't, don't send that to this show. Send that to Kane and Kingy. We don't want to deal with that sort of stuff. <laughs> I'll tell you what we've got coming up next. That's our guest tipster for the weekend. Enormous pressure on this responsibility at the moment. Uh, we've got Gene Fair to tip us into one last week. Up next, though, it's the former superstar Tasmanian he, Tiger. He's got a good record under pressure as well. Damien Wright fair. joins us quickly after this for his tip for the weekend here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Thanks to Harrison Agents, we are Tasmanian.